0: we are closing out the year. Goodbye, 2020. Is there a right time when we should be forgiving? And what is the best way to remove toxic people from your life so you can begin anew in the new year? Welcome to Passion Unlimited Podcast. I am your host, psychotherapist, author, and founder of Fearless Love, Gianni Adamo. In today's episode, I am discussing the topic of forgiveness. And do you know this is like the best time of the year at the end of the year to clear our hearts, clear our souls, clean house, and start anew. So today I'm going to be answering questions for you around, you know, you know, how can you forgive even if you are still too raw from the hurts and the abuse that you've sustained? How do you let go of toxic people and toxic beliefs so that you can start fresh and anew in 2021? So I want to thank everybody because you guys know that I am focusing in on topics um, that are covered in my Amazon bestseller, From Love Trauma to Fearless Love where I provide you with tips and strategies so you can survive, recover and thrive and love life and relationships. And so, and by the way, this still makes a really good holiday gift for anyone who is mending a broken heart. All right, so um, last week I shared with you that my book is now an Amazon, excuse me, it's, it's been an Amazon bestseller. But it's also now a Kirkus Review recommended book and it has ranked in the top 30% of the Kirkus uh, books that were re- reviewed this year. And that's a huge accomplishment. So I'm really proud of that and I'm very excited. So if you haven't picked up your copy, you might want to check it out or listen to it on audiobook. Has, it's been released this year in 2020. I took the opportunity to re- to get the audiobook created. Anyways, I'm going to start with any further ado to focus on, on our topic of forgiveness. And as we clear out 2020, it's a perfect time to kind of come back into our, you know, into our hearts, into our souls and examine uh, what needs to be cleared out. So the first question I'm going to answer for you is, I have heard that forgiveness is about the one doing the forgiveness, finding peace, and not really about the person being forgiven. Is this true? So I wanna go over some truths and some myths around forgiveness because I think there's a lot of people out there that really don't want to forgive and they're scared of forgiveness because they are believing some myths around what forgiveness is. So the first myth around forgiveness is that forgiveness does not gloss over or deny the seriousness of an offense against you. So when we forgive, we're not glossing over. We're not sweeping under the rug. Absolutely not. That is not called forgiveness at all. You're just suppressing the problem and not dealing with it. Another myth would be forgiveness does not mean forgetting because a lot of people say, oh, forgive and forget. Well, that is a myth. And again, forgetting and forgiving and forgetting does not mean that you're condoning or excusing the offense. In, El- in the book that I wrote, From Love, Trauma to Fearless Love, Elena had mislabeled the abuse and called it a mistake. So she really had not, it took her a couple of years to understand fully the the scope of her trauma and the scope of the abuse she has sustained. So in her instance, she had not, it took her a couple of years to start the real forgiveness process because it, she was mistaken around what the situation was and what really went down in her relationship. So we need to, when we, um, forgive. We do need to understand and we don't forget. Elena will always remember that she is a survivor of trauma and she will not forget her trauma. She now has a cohesive story around her trauma that makes sense and it's she's got peace with her story now. All right another myth is through forgiveness can even though okay so even though forgiveness can help repair a damaged relationship Forgiveness does not obligate you to reconcile with the person whom has hurt you. Nor does forgiveness release them from legal accountability. All right? So those are some myths that people choose to not forgive because they believe that when you forgive you have to forget that you don't press charges, that you don't go to the police, that you don't Um, bring these individuals to accountability? Absolutely not. Forgiveness is really for you as the question was asked. All right, some more truths around forgiveness. Forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment, release hatred, and release vengeance toward another person or a group of people who has harmed you. Regardless of whether they actually ask for forgiveness or not, and regardless of whether they deserve your forgiveness or not, forgiveness helps you accept your own human frailties. Because when we love, especially because in my podcast, this is really about love and bringing you back to wholeness, bringing you back to repairing relationships. So in love, We are taking a risk, any one of us who chooses to love are always taking a risk because we can always be hurt, abandoned, betrayed, um, you know, wounded by a loved one. In fact, they and people that we love end up having the most um, influence in our lives. So therefore, they have the most power to hurt us. So forgiveness is one of those tools that remind us of our human frailties. So forgiveness empowers you to recognize the pain you have suffered without letting that pain define you. It enables you to heal, move on with your life and start fresh. Forgiveness also sets you free from your past. So without the forgiveness, the wounds are still lodged in our hearts or in our soul. With forgiveness, they get released. They're brought to the light and released. Forgiveness also guides us toward wisdom and toward unconditional self-acceptance and unconditional self-love. We have to face our wounds in order to be able to release them and grant forgiveness and be able to completely 100% unapologetically accept our stories and accept our lives and also be able to love ourselves, all warts and wounds and the ugly parts, everything has to be loved and all that comes through forgiveness. It's extremely powerful. Forgiveness is very powerful. Okay, the next question. What if I cannot forgive someone because their actions against me or are too raw still? How does how long is a good amount of time to wait for forgiveness? Or what if, if you just have been forgiving all these years and still I am angry and resentful and I cannot move on? All right, great question. So forgiveness is not, is not a one-time occurrence. Forgiveness is a process. It is a way of life. So as we grow in awareness of the betrayals, of the hurts, of the woundedness that we may be carrying and that we have experienced in our relationships, then as they come to awareness, we grant forgiveness. So betrayals come in all different sizes and shapes. There's the betrayal of the negligence of of the implied responsibilities that come with a relationship, uh, the very minimum, a relationship puts two people on equal playing grounds. If you're two adults, that is, um, where we protect, we care, we prioritize, we nour- nurture, and we respect one another. Okay, that's for the romantic relationships, family relationships, um, you know, intimate relationships. These these are implied responsibilities, and anyone who is not protecting, caring, prioritizing, nurturing and respecting you and your relationship to them these are this is negligence so these are small little abandonments and betrayals that are coming in into your relationship and of course depending on the type of relationship and how long your relationship has lasted it can take a lifetime of forgiveness thinking about like children who are molested by a family member who should have protected and cared for them, that's a lifetime of forgiveness. That's a lifetime of getting over and understanding the layers of betrayal that have entered into that relationship. All right, so the third question is, what is the best way to remove toxic people from my life so I can begin anew with, a, with the next year? whether you need to forgive a coworker, a family member, a friend or romantic partner. The first thing that I would recommend to do is first you need to reflect and accept all the areas that you have been betrayed, harmed or abused or used by this individual. And in the first step, you would if it's possible and if you can sit down with the person who has hurt you, overtrade um, you if you are safe with them my first recommendation is that you would sit with them and address the situation and if you n- need to seek out counsel to make sure that you know that this is a good idea I would highly recommend that you speak to a balanced friend, um, you know someone in your life that can give you some good counsel in reference to what you have experienced and if it's a good idea to ask and confront the situation with the perpetrator, basically. So why should you do this? Because a lot of, a lot of people are like, forget it, I am not addressing this problem or this issue. These people are toxic and, and they're never gonna, you know, acknowledge what they've done to me. Okay, why should you do that? Okay, so addressing the harm they have caused you gives the opportunity opportunity for them to actually have true remorse and repentance so that you're actually when you go and confront a person and I know that the majority of human beings have a fear of confrontation and they're like mm, I'm gonna go run that way <laughs> then confront this person who has hurt me whether it's a co-worker a boss a parent a sibling a best friend Um, you're like "Mm, I don't like to feel uncomfortable I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable so I'd rather run but when you live your life with fear of confrontation you're not giving yourself the opportunity for growth you're not giving your relationships the opportunity for maturation and depth you're living in a very shallow place and you're not able to go deep with people so dealing with your fear of confrontation is very important for you to grow and mature and evolve and be whole and complete all right so when you lose the fear of confrontation or you kind of just you know deal with it because we all can have that and you still address the person if it's safe for you you're giving that person the opportunity also to grow and mature and to show remorse and to ask for forgiveness and to pay you restitution, which finally says, I have done you wrong and I am going to, you know, do X, Y, Z to make this up to you, whether it's, you know, they'll buy you flowers or whatever, um, or repay you because maybe they destroyed one of your, you know, maybe they destroyed your cell phone and they will go ahead and buy you a new one, okay. So on the other hand, if the person decides to ignore and invalidate your experience as you had suspected, because yeah, we, we know that deep down inside that a lot of these people are not ready to be responsible and take uh, be accountable for their actions. If, there's, if that's the case, then the next level up would be to try to bring in a mediator. So if, if that second party is willing to sit with a mediator and you then i would recommend that you can still try to repair or at least seek some sort of accountability so this means if this is a coworker or a boss you seek out support from hr and i have plenty of clients through my practice who have issues with their boss or an employee and they have to bring on board and request support from their human resource department There are others who have experienced issues with members of their church, so they'll include their pastor or their clergymen, their elders to support some sort of mediation. Um, You could also find a healthy friend or or someone who's neutral. I don't really always advise the family members because they're going to be biased and they're going to usually be on your side but it depends on the situation a family member may also work out really great and of course you can seek out a counselor we are wonderful because we are neutral and we try to support both of you to come to um, express what you each need to express and find common ground and of course there's the authorities and an attorney especially if this person has done a crime against you okay So always seek out some sort of next level of support. So don't just stay isolated and swallow this problem on your own, because that would probably be the worst thing that you can do. So if they continue to deny after you've sat down with a mediator and they continue to deny your experience or refuse to be held accountable, at that point, you then choose the forgiveness and set very strong boundaries and maybe the boundary would be that you will not be alone with this individual and maybe because they are part of the family or they're part of the community that you cannot leave then you will only see this person with other with other members of that community or other family members around you for those who are and you know that are trying to detach themselves themselves from a very toxic situation then in most cases you may have to leave your job you may have to leave Um, your community to stay away from the person who is toxic okay so if the person truly is toxic if they refuse to be held accountable you consider them toxic and you go into a no contact with them and you know for those of you who are involved with a toxic person romantically and you have children with them everything should be documented it should be through Email, and there are apps out there that will document and keep you guys, you know, um, you can communicate through these apps. So you can research those things. And This is the most important thing that I'm going to give you about how to leave a toxic relationship or say goodbye to a toxic person. So please pay attention to this one. And as even though they have harmed you and hurt you, betrayed you, walked all over you, used you treated you as if you were worthless, and did not matter. When you choose to forgive, and in the beginning it may not be here yet, but as you continue in your journey of forgiveness, I want you to be able to do this forgiveness with kindness in your heart. I want you to wish them peace, wish them success, wish them happiness, thank them for the service, and the positive things that they did contribute to your life. So you look at the positive things and you acknowledge those things. It is important that we say goodbye well, in order for us to have full closure and peace in our hearts, we must learn to say goodbye well. And in our modern world, we have lost that capacity. The millennials have, learn to just ghost people on the phone and on the social media and in their relationships. They just disappear and believe that that is a great way of saying goodbye, but that's actually the most destructive way of saying goodbye to someone who has been in relationship with you. It may be easy for you because you don't have to face the fear of confrontation and you don't have to have the courage to look at someone in the eyes and say, You've hurt me in this way, and even though I will grant you forgiveness, I will not allow you back into my life. That takes a heck of a lot of courage to say. And you can hold your head up high when you do that, when you have that kind of courage, because you know you're not gonna let others abuse you like that again. All right, so learning to say goodbye well, we don't ghost people, we address them. But we address them with love and compassion if we speak our truth and love. All right, next question I want to answer for you is, how did Elena in your book find the ability to forgive? Did she have some specific exercises she used? This is another great question. So Elena aligned herself, first of all, with her values that come directly from her faith. And she took action To grant forgiveness to even her enemies for elena again this was a process elena thought that this man was a man who loved her but elena had to eventually and it took a couple of years for her to fully understand that he did not love her that ultimately this man was an enemy who had targeted her specifically to take advantage of her and use and exploit all of her strengths her emotional strengths her uh, financial strengths and assets This individual specifically was, had targeted her for a complete exploitation. So she didn't know that. So therefore you cannot forgive those things that you are not aware about. So it was a journey of forgiveness and a journey to let go and even forgive her enemy because she understood by the end of her journey that that was not a friend. It was a foe and it was a person who scammed her, manipulated and schemed all right she also had received uh pebbles and raw uh, small little rocks um, from her rape survivor support group and the rocks and the pebbles were to represent people in her life that she needed to grant forgiveness for those who have had abused her and those who turned an eye and were accomplices in the abuse anything like that that comes together especially for those of you who have been in abuse in childhood where one parent might have abused and the other one turned an eye and did not recognize it and uh, devalued you even further by not acknowledging your truth. All right, so you can also collect some pebbles from your yard or from the beach, from the mountains, from the bedrock, and then you can go for a walk and you can ultimately consider who you need to forgive. I held those pebbles and the rocks for a few weeks in my home until I decided who were the people that needed to be forgiven. It's, this is an exercise that should not be done like on, on the fly. It's something that you should be contemplating and reflective. This is why this, the end of year is such a great year to reflect on this year, reflect on your life and consider who are the people in 2020 or prior that need to be granted forgiveness another exercise that elena used was the writing letters she wrote two letters and there are in the book one is a letter of forgiveness and the other is a letter of confrontation And the reason why there is a letter of confrontation in the book and why she had to do that confrontation letter is because again, you cannot fully forgive everything if you have not confronted everything. Um, The ability for Elena to write these letters helped her to truly move from victimhood into survivor. Okay, so it really shifted her at that point When she saw all of the truth and she was able to accept all the truth that had gone on in her relationship and also grant forgiveness for all of that truth, which was horrifying and it was not easy or light. So, as we bring this year to a close, how, how, excuse me, who do you need to forgive in your life? Do you need to forgive your mom for being controlling and demanding? or emotional or chaotic and what about your dad do you need to figure, uh, forgive your dad for perhaps maybe abandoning you or prioritizing work over family or just being absent or being an alcoholic or, an, or a drug addict who are the people in your life that need to be released in this year 2020 has been a very unique year and in very unique years like this it pr- creates and provides opportunities for us to do some unique things that maybe you have not had the courage to do prior for most people a lot of people out there and it's still in middle age years they have deep-rooted anger towards their mother and their father through their to their partners if they're divorced they're still angry at their spouse Do you need to let go of the anger of your primary love figures in your life? What about a sibling or a brother or a grandparent? What about yourself? Do you need to forgive yourself? Before the clock strikes midnight on this New Year's Eve this week, why not pick up the phone and call your family members or your friends? or your ex who you need to forgive. As long as you're safe with these individuals or this person, I would recommend that you might be able to have a phone conversation with them. If not, you can write, if there is no contact with them or they have died and passed on, then you can write a letter to them that you do not mail. You can grant forgiveness. And then I also want to leave you with a very simple prayer and meditation this evening or this day that will also help you on your journey to granting forgiveness, clearing out your heart and your soul and preparing yourself for this new year and opening up your heart to receive new love, new perspective, to be more open in your creative energy and to embrace a new year where you can go after your goals and your dreams. So in this little prayer or this little meditation, I want you to envision the person in front of you that you need to grant forgiveness. Maybe it's your mom. And I just want you to recite these couple of sentences. So you envision your mom and you just say, I forgive you, I let it go. I thank you. I bless you. And maybe you need to grant forgiveness to your dad. You envision your father in front of you and you say, I forgive you. I let it go. I thank you. I bless you. Maybe you need to forgive your spouse or your ex Romantic partner You envision them in front of you and you recite I forgive you I Let it go. I Thank you. I bless you and maybe perhaps in 2020 you finally recognize that the person that most needs forgiveness from you is yourself So I want you to envision yourself. You can envision yourself at the age of when you were abused. So if this was a childhood wound and you envision your inner child at age five or eight or 11 or whatever age she or he was. If this is an adult wound uh, with a romantic partner or whatever the situation, whatever type of relationship it was, envision yourself at that age and that you look at that let's say that you you look at yourself and you say i forgive you i let it go i thank you i bless you i want to wish you all a happy new year may 2021 bring us much more blessings health prosperity, and success, and to go from surviving to thriving in love, life, and relationships. Please subscribe to Passion Unlimited Podcast wherever you hear your podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram under Gianni Adamo. You can join the Facebook group on Passion on, under Passion Unlimited Podcast. Until next time, you um, will be here once again.